When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you think there'll ever be a Hollywood-style movie for disc golf? About disc golf? Yeah. Or even where disc golf plays like a, a role in it. You know, Maybe. It doesn't have to be just about disc golf, but it could be about... I'm sure there's a stoner director out there. <laughs> that, that needs to get it on the screen? Yeah. Needs to be shown. People need to know. They need to see it. So if they did like a documentary about one of the pros, it'd probably be Paul McBeth. But who who do you think would be the best to see a movie about? And who would play the guy? Who I mean, it'd play? have to be McBeth at the moment, right? Or like uh, you yeah. can go back in the day and like try and re retell some of like the old tor- old stories through actors, you know? Ken Climo. Yeah. Will Schustrick. I don't know. Somebody? Old people? Kenneth Stokely. But... by Liam Neeson. Stokely. Still That's just kicking. He made a bunch of money at that fucking Eagles Crossing. That's Scott Stokely. Did you yeah, say that? I did. Okay, I didn't hear that part of it. Sorry. Yelled it twice. Oh, yelled, huh? Twice. Yes, he did, and he he gave most of it away to, what was it called? I don't remember, some charity. I think it's called Hope for Autism. I sent you the picture. Yeah, I think I, I think I, yeah. Uh, I was into it until I saw there's like a bunch of puzzle piece things in their merch store, but I I mean, it's fine. I'm not super worried about it. Get, you know, money, money to anything autism related is good. Visions of Hope. Visions. I don't of look anything up. I'm one of those people who just uh, sees stuff on on Facebook and believes it. Yeah. If it's on Facebook, it must be true. It's that's what Abraham Lincoln said, and he's always been a trustworthy guy. True story. That was his catchphrase, right? Yeah. Yes. If it's on the internet, it has to be true. It could be, uh, oh, I have an idea. James Conrad could just be, it'd be like a Bigfoot documentary. Oh, thought you were going to like re- to say, redo the Passion of the Christ, but with James Conrad. That'd be good too. And uh, Paul Macbeth can be whoever is the guy who betrayed him. Is it Judas? You need a villain. Yeah, Judas. Man, I spent too much time in those catechism classes. Yep, I took them too. No. Welcome to episode 68, Almost Nice. Almost Nice. (laughs) I'm Kyle. I'm Eric. This is the show we do. Happens every Wednesday, but this week it's on Thursday. (laughs) So it's not every Wednesday. But 
Usually. We're pretty Usually. good about getting it out every Wednesday. I mean, like, I feel like 60 of the 68 have come on Wednesdays. At least. At least. So, pretty good odds, but yeah, not this week. <laughs> this is, I was going to do the ads. I'm going to do the ads really quick. I've been doing speed reads. I hope everybody likes my speed reads. Because then you don't have a lot of ads to skip through. Yeah, it's like 15 seconds. Let's go. Use code ONO10 for 10% off over at disappearing.com. Use code ONO20 for 20% off over at frictiongloves.com. Use code ONO for free shipping on any item over at our Teespring store. If you're on the internet, which you are, I'm guessing, because you're listening to this, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, or anywhere else on that darn internet under ONO Disc Golf. So, can you listen to podcasts without being on the internet? At all, like ever? I think you would have to at download least, it from. As I say, you'd at least have to download it somewhere, yeah. right? I don't know. So, I, like, it's a good question. Yeah, I think you need the internet to listen. So, like, the only way it could really work is if someone didn't have the internet at all. I downloaded the episodes for them and then took them over to them to listen to. Like on a it, CD. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Dang. You know what I heard a uh, commercial on the radio for for a podcast. That's weird. That was pretty weird. I was like, why don't you just have a radio show, or just have a podcast? Or just... why are you advertising on a cross platform like that? That's a weird thing. I don't know. I mean, if you have money to buy an ad for a ra- on a radio, I feel like. All right, let's that just money could have been better spent elsewhere. Anywhere else. Who listens? <laughs> Fuck the radio, dude. I I will listen to the radio, obviously. <laughs> Fuck the radio. I wish I wish I could remember what the ad was for and why it was relevant to the radio station, but So congratulations to the giveaway winners. Yeah. You know who won? No, I didn't pay attention at all. Okay. So uh, our good friend all the way over from New Zealand won the zone, Braden Marsden. Luckily for us, he has a address in Oregon that I can send stuff to, so I don't have to spend more than the disc cost to send it over there. We would do it because we're nice people, but... Yeah. Thanks for um, not making us do that. Yes. And then JB from Throw What You Know Disc Golf on Instagram won the Scorch in the Nuke SS. And he said, I made his night, so that made everything worth it. Awesome. Um, there was also an instance, in case anybody watched the video, where the first person we drew didn't follow the rules to enter the giveaway so i had to disqualify him in case it looks like we're setting anything up he did not comment a uh, name of an episode at all so he didn't even like try and like okay. make something up well dang well that's all you needed to do so yeah so it wasn't too tough i mean i would have given it to him if he just like wrote episode number 
I mean, I would have preferred the name of an episode, but he didn't even try. So if you're listening now, look for our next giveaway and follow the rules. Bad. Shame. Shame. (laughs) Yeah, so congratulations to the winners. I just shipped those out this Tuesday morning. So they should be at your doorstep. Maybe by the time you're listening to this. Probably not you, Brayden. Let's hope so. Yeah, not Brayden, but everyone else maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I'm not a big fan of ESP plastic, but the plastic for the 2022 Tour Series feels really, really nice compared to stock ESP. It's like harder. It's nice. I thought it was softer, but I've only thrown like two ESP discs in my life, so I don't have a lot to go off of. It could have been the runs I got, but the three that I got in the mail today were nice and gummy, which I like. That's Not good. today, which I got a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Whenever. Yeah, you know. I'm also super excited to announce after a long break. Feels like forever. I don't even know how long it's been but i'm excited to compete for the next two weekends i got two tournaments coming up i got a tournament this weekend which is a three-headed monster tournament and then i got a singles tournament in freeland the following sunday so yeah i'm pretty pumped heck yeah really really excited to play and I've been playing leagues, but I'd never really see leagues as competitive because I do it more of like a community building thing rather than really trying to win. So I feel bad for like anyone who gets partnered up with me because I'm more just trying to have fun than <laughs> throw good shots. Like I try to throw the throw the risky shots that you're supposed to throw during practice rounds during leagues. So sorry, whoever's my partner. I'm not. I always do those shots, too. Yeah. And that's why I don't win. But he does have a good time. Yeah. So it's funny. um, I got my friend Dalton into disc golf. I think I've talked about it on here before. He started golfing last year, and then he just started picking up disc golf. And that he moved close to me because it's easy for me to pick him up and take him to leagues. And he's played in five five of the leagues and he's only one point behind me in like the standings so he's doing all right for himself it is doubles so he can just get carried by dirty dan partner huh playing well yeah yeah he's playing pretty pretty well but i have heard a lot of good things about him so i haven't got to really play with him because he's probably better than you know He probably is. It's not doesn't take much. If you can make your putts, you're probably better than I am. Yeah, I can't putt for shit either. So I didn't catch a single minute of the Masters Cup. I did not watch a lot either. FPO, I was excited to see Ella Hansen was leading round one and round two, and then just barely gave it up the win in round three. 
to Sarah Holcomb, who shot a seven down, which was seven strokes better than the hot rounds for day one and day two. Um, Also, Katrina Allen came from pretty far back and shot a seven down to tie Ella Hansen for second place at plus two. And then we had on MPO side, we had James Conrad and Matty O tied for second at 23 under and Gannon Burr took home the win at 24 under for his first disc golf pro tour win. Congratulations. Good job, kid. I'm just going to say it because I've been wanting to bring it up and it's a really bad time to bring it up, but I feel like it's funny that way. So I've been thinking about asking Kyle and anybody listening if they think Gannon Burr could be like the next Anthony Barella, like has all the skills to play really well, but never really puts it together because after his breakout performance at Las Vegas open, he's, he's done good stuff, but nothing like as amazing as he can be. If that makes sense, which I get it. He's 16, but I just wanted to see, see what other people thought on if he was going to find that groove again. Kind of seems like he just did. Just be. Yeah, yeah. That's what, <laughs> that's what that's why it's funny that I I didn't bring it up until right now after, I'm bringing yeah. it up now. <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah. Um, so yeah, super super excited for him. I mean, I'm always happy to have watch you know young good talent because he's going to be around for a while. So obviously he's got 16 plus years left, no matter what, because unless Paul McBrath breaks his legs. Yeah. Wait. With a pipe or something. Oh, Gamber. That makes more sense. Um, And then so at the uh, Masters Cup, which is at De La Viega, they put the final round on a golf course. And it kind of sounds like they did it just so they could get live coverage for the final day. And Disc Golf Network, because we know you're listening, don't do that. To just just scratch the live coverage and play the last round on the better course. The golf course is fine, but De La Viega is way, way, way better. Way better. I think most people would agree. I'm cool with just watching post-produced if I get to see the cooler course. So I'm with you. Um, the next course that they're going to do that for is Beaver State Fling, which is at Milo McIver. I think I pronounced that right. Sorry if I didn't. My low. Um, they are just scratching live coverage there and just playing three post-produced rounds at uh, at the Beaver State Fling. And the next two tourneys you have to look forward to are both on golf courses. Again, I'm not going to complain too much because that's all we get, but it'll probably get boring by the time we get to the Portland Open. I don't know. The OTB one use, uses the course in a very different way than what's the golf course. So, I Yeah, I mean, if it's the same thing as the Portland Open last year, I thought it was pretty interesting to watch them kind of throw across like two, two fairways, you know, because then you had like initial gap to hit, second gap to hit, and then gap coming into the green. With interesting to OB hit. too. Yeah. So I think it'll be, it'll be interesting still. Yeah, it's it's definitely it was like different... sixteen that I'm thinking of. It was like no eagle though. Yeah, he's. I don't know. Portland Open had I think the most amount of rollers I've ever seen in one tournament, which yeah, is yeah, that is true. Cool, but 
after a while, it's it's pretty dope though. Yeah, I mean, so that's what I think. Watching like a really, really, really good roller is still has that like ooing and awing at it. You know, like it's it's kind of like, that one person. Yeah. yeah, puts puts down like the perfect roller for it. Then it's like, oh yeah, that was that was worth it to watch the other, you know, four good rollers or three good rollers, but nothing. Yeah. Like, yeah. You ready for a three, two, one? Yeah. Three, two, one. Top, top five. five. Oh yeah. For our top five today, we are going to give you our top five tips to hopefully help your mental game. Um, it's something that I think almost everybody struggles with at some point in their life, in their career, whatever you want to call it. And so we're going to give you guys what we think has helped us. So some of them might work for you guys. Some of them might not. All you can do is try. Um, So for number five, have a routine. This is especially, especially important on putting. Um, But I find it is very helpful for my tee shots too, to just kind of have have a routine I do to kind of get my my mind in the right spot to commit to my shots completely or to focus on like the single chain link I'm trying to hit when I'm putting. So it can be something simple like, I don't know, making sure you always wipe your disc off before you throw or just any anything that helps you your mind click into place. It can be short, long. I mean, can't be too long because you're on the clock, but you know what I mean. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Hopefully they are too. I agree. So for, just for a quick example, what I've been doing for myself is I've always been trying to use a mini, even during um, casual play and league play for all of my putts and approach shots. Because I want that to be part of my routine for competitive play. Yeah, makes sense. Can't flip in a tournament, so. And it and it kind of feeds uh feeds into our couple weeks ago topic when I talked about how Nico is a worse putter when it doesn't seem like he has a routine. Right. Eh? Eh? Or maybe Big his routine is just like there. three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, keep it under three minutes. Nico, Number f- yeah, Nico, right? Number four, I've been trying out ambient earplugs. They've been working for me. I think they're pretty sweet. Sweet. I I just combine combine sick and sweet. Sweet and sick. Yeah, slick. <laughs> I thought you were saying slick. Like, uh, uh, they're pretty like slick. An like an old like an old man would say that. They're slick. They're pretty neat. Uh, neato. They're the bee's knees. That they cut out all the noise that bothers me. They're not quite as like takes you completely out of it like headphones. You still you can still hear what people are saying next to you. It's just like all the other noise is gone. So very helpful to kind of get yourself into your own little bubble. Yeah, so I've never tried the earplugs, but I do keep um, often one earbud for music in, and I just have it turned down to like 
super low, like basically just so if I decide to listen to it, I can hear it. But if I'm not paying attention to it, I cannot like hear it at all. I know it's not quite the same, but it does. Um, it is with my ear, so I'm counting it. Do you have a brand of ambient earplugs? Like, are they reusable? They are. Um, I just got them off of Amazon on a deal. I don't remember the name of them. Cheap Amazon. Gotcha. There are there are nice ones for like reusable. Like uh, Eargasm makes some nice ones. Um, I can't remember any of the other ones, but yeah. Number three is I would recommend taking some notes during a practice round. Um, Just kind of noting down your game plan in case you kind of feel yourself getting off course. You can go back to it and remind yourself of maybe, you know, anything that that came to mind during your practice room. Uh, Maybe you've watched other people throw and that is kind of convincing you to maybe try a different disc and it hasn't been working. So then you can go back and remind yourself what you were going to throw on this hole instead of taking a gut instinct one. Yeah, picking your shots is really important. And committing to them. Make sure you commit to those shots. If you decide to change your mind, make sure you commit to that second shot. Yeah, don't do it at the last second, right before you're about to throw. Yep. Uh, Number two, remind yourself it's just a game. I, I, I see a lot of people get upset and mad, which is ridiculous. You're playing a game. supposed to be having fun even if you're playing bad it's still better than 98 percent of other things you could be doing so suck it up put on a smile enjoy being outside that doesn't mean you can't be competitive um you can still find a way to be competitive without being yeah angry and mad like and like outwardly Mm -hmm. like negative to the point where you affect other people and that doesn't mean you have to be happy with every time you throw a bad shot uh but i would say it is a lot easier to compete if you don't show your emotions to your whole card like if your card doesn't know how happy you are or sad you are with a shot um it will kind of scare them a little bit so You're all about intimidation, huh? I don't know if I'd call it intimidation. It's more of like a... If you feel confident, even after throwing a bad shot, that you don't need to get angry about it, there's going to be that little bit of like, you know, what what does he know that I don't know kind of thing? An honorable mention before we hit the number one is buy an Emac Truth. Always. That should be honorable mention. For every top five, even when it doesn't even make sense. But it'll uh, help out your mental game. So all you have to do is look at it and think of us, because we convinced you to buy it, and our stupid smiling faces. Well, for me, it's like whenever I, I feel like my game is like off, like I'm not hitting my line for whatever reason, I can always just go back to my truth and find consist- find consistency there. You know? So it kind of boils down to have a your own version of an Emac truth. Cause not everybody's going to love an Emac truth and it's yeah. okay that you're wrong, but yeah, find Just, uh, your, find, yeah, find your 
comfort disc. Yes. And don't make it some crazy overstable 14 speed because that's silly. Number one, and I'm going to do my best to tell you guys how I do it, but it probably won't make a ton of sense. But number one is drop, drop the... Drop the competitive mindset in between shots. So after your drive, even if whether you threw it good, whether you threw it bad, whether you threw it exactly how you wanted it, whatever, um, go back, you know, chat with your card, talk with your card, think about something else other than the shot, you know. You have a good probably at least three minutes before you get to your shot that if you are thinking of your shot every time right after you throw it you are going to absolutely wear your mental mental mentality out and you're not going to know how to even complete one round let alone two if you're playing a tournament something i kind of do just to bring myself back to earth after after each shot is I will kind of flip through my my bag really quick and make sure I have all of my discs in the right order. Um, I also keep I just I just left Jolly Ranchers. I keep Jolly Ranchers in my bag and I'll suck on those um, just because I'll think about the flavor and it'll take my mind off of off of the disc. Rather whatever kit you can take your mind off of the shot in between your your two shots will will help did that make sense it's the the mental part of the game in between the game yes so i I get you in between you get in like what as you're walking up to your putt if you're thinking the entire way up the fairway about your putt by the time you get to it you're gonna have build it up to this giant thing when it's just another putt that you gotta make kind of i don't know It's one of the things that depends on how you plan, I guess. Mental that uh, both of the Zen and the Art of Disc Golf and Zen Golf. It's one of like the biggest ideas they've kind of pounded into my head, and it has helped me tremendously to not overthink my shot as I'm walking up the fairway. Sounds like good advice. Number one, that was good. That's it. That's, all, that's it for episode 68. 68. Tune in next week where we get really nice in the his house. Nice. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Can't thank you enough. Subscribe wherever you're listening. Hit the review button for five stars if you could. If you hate us, that's fine too. Rate us five stars anyway. It's not going to hurt you. It might not. It's not going to hurt you if you hate us. It won't hurt you at all. Just rank us five stars. Please? We're really nice people. Thanks for listening, and we will see you guys next week. Catch you on the flip side.